I am so excited this week to introduce you to Betty Cubero-Velez, a wonderful, inspiring, lifelong educator who, instead of enjoying her retirement, decided to continue spreading messages that she feels are so important. And now working as a health and wellness coach with a very holistic approach. She is sharing her own inspiration, what keeps her motivated when willpower starts to fade and the power that she finds in community in her journey to optimal health. Sit back and enjoy. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Hey there, friends. Are you looking for tools to resolve stress, reliable information to support your whole health tips to help you motivate yourself and identify when motivation is fading before it happens, implementation, accountability, and someone to remind you to celebrate even the small successes where you could find tools you can use and accountability in a community that cheers you on, where information about health trends and lifestyle is reliable and straightforward. I know that you have what it takes to up-level your health habits and restore your resilience. You just might need a boost to start building momentum. I've designed a membership where you can choose the level of support you'd like to get every month, whether it's tuning in to connect with like-minded change makers or getting personalized support with one-on-one coaching to help you chart your path to success. Check out the link for the Velocity membership at happifiedlife.com. Special pre-launch pricing is now available for premium support, but you can jump in for free if you just want to test the waters. I look forward to seeing you inside. Welcome back. I'm so happy this week to introduce y'all to Betty Cubero-Velez. She has been an educator for 35 years. She started out teaching students in English as a new language, as bilingual education, and in Spanish, and now she teaches in a different way, sharing her own story of health transformation and lifestyle change over the past 12 years. Her heart work lifts up clients through health empowerment, action, relationship, and transformation. As an Octavia certified health coach, Betty considers herself to be a hope dealer as she meets people where they are and paints a picture of what it would feel like to live a healthier lifestyle. See, it doesn't have to be all hard work and heavy lifting, does it? Betty, I'm so happy to have you here with me this week to share your good news. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me, really do. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. After we first talked and I heard a bit about your story and your own motivation and drive to transform your health, I thought this is a really important story to share because I feel like people tend to get overwhelmed at the idea. They feel like they have to change their whole lifestyle. And then they go back to, well, maybe I'll just wait until I have to, right? I'm doing okay. So how did this become a priority for you? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I actually wasn't looking to transform in any way. I was happy and I felt healthy. And I thought as a woman in my 40s at the time, I said, this is it. I'm not going to lose another pound. I do not need to. I was like very comfortable. But I went for a physical and the doctor said, you are overweight and you need to lose weight or go on meds. And that really scared me because I did not want that option. It it was no option at the time. I said, at that age, I wasn't going to go on medication. I never thought I was sick in any way, but I had the high blood pressure, he said, which I wasn't aware of. And it scared me, especially because I had lost my dad at the age of 42 to a massive heart attack instantly. You know, it happened. We had no, we had no clue. And I, when the doctor walked out, I noticed he had a little flyer about this program that I now coach to. And I said, can I stay for the meeting? And I was a very shy person at the time. And I, I sat in the front instead of sitting in the back row, I sat in the front and it changed my whole life, that meeting. And so I learned about healthy body, healthy mind, and then paying it forward if I wanted to. So I was very serious about it. I decided to do this amazing program that teaches healthy lifestyle change. It's not a diet, temporary fuelings, good fuel for your body to get you to a healthy weight if that's what you need. But more importantly than that was the personal growth that I experienced. I experienced this amazing personal growth, just learning to really love myself and no matter where I was at, you know, and that's exactly what happened. I appreciate that. I think that's such an important lesson. And we tend to really get stuck in that in feeling like, you know, it's hard to make change. It's hard to be worth the extra effort, you know, whatever issues we bring to the table, right? We tend to pack around some negative self-talk and self images and all of that. And I think that that can really hold us in place and be part of the inertia that makes it difficult to create change. So I felt great then when I started and 12 years, I'm going on 13 years this June and I feel incredible. Beautiful. And you were able to prove your doctor wrong, right? With all this lifestyle change, ultimately you didn't find out that you had the need for the meds. He was... Right. And it's funny because he became a health coach, but he was brand new. He had just started. So he had no, he couldn't explain it to me. But when I heard what a lifestyle change meant, that is not just about a weight loss, is the mindset, being ready, having your why, uh, being determined to really make a change. And that's what I wanted for the rest of my life because I wanted to be around for a long time, be around for my grandkids and I'm a caregiver to my mom and and to be able to do all the things that I do. So now I teach. I taught for 35 years. I'm retired now as an educator, but I teach in a different way. I just, I love being an encourager and helping people recreate their story. Yes. And I personally tend to feel like there are no coincidences, right? So on the very day that you have this doctor's appointment, that you were able to just stick around and get inspired by this session that was happening the same day, I think really is some divine intervention there. Yes, that definitely, because who knew he, that I was, he was going to tell me that that day and I was going to make the decision that day. This is what I need and this is what I'm going to do. And that was my why it, right there. I didn't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you mentioned that before, and I'm so glad you brought that back up because I like to remind people that 
Willpower is kind of a finite resource. We can try to get by on willpower alone to change our habits or to bring in something new or stop ourselves from the unhealthy snacks, whatever it is that we, we recognize what we need to change. But the why is so much stronger than the willpower. And I love that you were talking about that. So can you share a little bit about why identifying the why is so important and how that can really keep us on track? Right. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because what sets our program apart from any other, and we, we don't call it a diet, we call, call it a program for life. We have 26 elements that are part of the program. And the first element is your why. What is your why? And then we journal to it. You know, it's like rewriting your story, like I said, but it's important to not be convinced by someone that you need this. Hey, you're overweight or you need a different size or whatever it is. No, you have to identify why do you want something? What is your real reason for starting a program anyway in the first place? And, you know, especially at this time of the year is the beginning of the year and everything. And so we're all looking for greatness in 2021 right now and feeling good is a great time to get started or just look at your scenario. What is it that you have? What is it that you want? And so I do get a lot of interest of people just wanting maybe help in identifying that why. Never mind. I tell them, forget about the weight. Is you know, I don't want to convince anybody about that. Is that mindset piece, that that readiness, that readiness. Yes, I was talking with someone else just a few weeks ago, and I really loved their delineation between outcome-based goals versus productivity goals, or you know what I mean? So as you're saying, you know, if, if your motivation you think is to lose X amount of weight, say 25 pounds, and you're set on that outcome as that's what success looks like, it's a very, very different goal to be working towards than I choose to eat better so that I have more energy, like you say, so I can be active and support my family the way that I want to. Exactly. Because I had lost weight at other times, but I just gained it right back, you know, did it on my own, different different uh, diets, we call them diets. But this program teaches us about sleep and about the en energy and feeling good, doing things that your healthy surroundings, not just the food that you're eating, because we do learn to eat six times a day, small portions. And so that's very important because it gets the motivation, the your, it gets you to a fat burning, you know. Pepper stayed immediately, like in your fourth day, because it's important to fuel your body constantly. So I thought that just eating twice a day, I was doing good for myself, but no. So I get it, you know, that there's so many other things that are important. So one of them for me is surrounding myself with positive minded people and, and learning and personal growth. And, and we have community on my program too, which I love. I, actually, tonight, Every Wednesday night at eight o'clock, we any I can invite anyone to this. We have the community. We call it Better Together, and people come and share their stories. And a couple of weeks ago, we had it on longevity, and it was I thought these ladies were like in 65, 69. and actually they were in their late seventies. And one was like eighty-one years old, and these ladies are hiking and they're doing all these interesting things that outdoor adventure that I've never done. And I, you know, now it's on my goals of things to do, but it, it's really empowering because they already lost their weight. And one of them actually lost over a hundred pounds. So it's about optimization. So that's where I'm at now. 
I've lost this weight and I want to have the optimization. I want to have that longevity. I want, and those are the things I do now. I focus on exercise. I got a trampoline for Christmas. <laughs> so I'm going to be jumping on my trampoline. I run, I walk and things that I never did, uh, you know, 12 years ago, I'm doing them now. Yeah. It's very important. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that people can take away is, you know, we tend to feel and and I hear friends who are in their 40s, like myself, are going to the doctor and saying, I'm really struggling. I can't lose weight the way that I used to or do X the way that I used to. And the doctor says, well, you're not as young as you used to be like, well, you have to reframe your expectations of yourself and your health from here out. And so I love these stories, how perhaps these ladies in their later 70s didn't make these lifestyle changes until they were in their 50s, you know, and what if they had listened to a doctor who said, well, you have to change your expectations instead of saying the way that I choose to live my life, the future that I am excited to step into is one with hiking and community and inspiration, right? And I think that that's one of the greatest gifts we can give to ourselves and to reflect for our family to see too, is that we don't need to scale back what we want to get out of life. We get to tweak things in our lifestyle, whatever isn't serving us, and it doesn't have to be a radical change. That's why I love the holistic model of the way that you work is because the little changes add up and they create a little space so you can make one more change, right? You don't have to make a hard left and change everything in the same day in order to get results. But the way that things last is to get inspired, to know what, why you're working towards this goal and to recognize that you have this ability to turn things around. Right, right. I love that. I love that you put so many thoughts in my head because that's what I love to do. I love to inspire people. And now that I've done this program and is, it also works a lot on the mindset, feeling good about yourself and I do lives now on Facebook, which I never, ever thought that I could do because I lack that confidence. And now I feel so empowered. So I just go out there and sometimes I, I love to read in the morning and I have my meditation time, devotional time, and I journal. I spend a whole hour on that part of my personal growth. And then if I'm inspired by four words, I get up and I just get ready and I push that button. And at least once a week or twice a week. And sometimes I have people when I miss a week or two, they'll call me on it. Like, I'm waiting for you. They'll send me private messages. <laughs> what happened? So I think, you know, in our society right now with so much that has happened this past year, they need that positivity. They need whether they hear it or become part of a group or even, they, you know, I invite anyone that's interested just to come and visit, you know, you don't necessarily have to do the program. You can come and visit our community and see how lives are being changed throughout this nation and beyond because we've gone beyond right now. But across the nation right now, so many people have lost so much and that they were so discouraged and now they have so much to live for. So, and just being around the family and helping, helping your friends help, you know, you, this can be shared with anyone. Yeah. Even my granddaughter's on the program right now. And she did the program when she was 16, but it was just like a weight loss thing at that time for her sweet 16. And now she's 20. She gained weight. I never talked about that part because she's very confident, you know, when she speaks and everything. But one day she was ready. She had her why and she just lost about 35 pounds just recently in a couple of months. Yeah. 
two to three months, she lost her 35 pounds and, and she learned, learned how to eat, how to make good choices. There's certain things she will not have. And I see her growth, her personal growth is just amazing. I love that. And you've mentioned this before. So I think that has a lot to do with the healthy mindset. Tell us a little bit about that too, how that develops or grows out of the way that you work. Yeah. So that with the healthy mindset is just being ready to make changes. We have within, our, I mentioned the community piece because it's not just the fuelings that we have for someone that wants to lose the weight part, but with the mindset, it's just like being ready. We have something that I coach to call stop, challenge, and choose. Like it's so easy if someone says something nasty to you and is unkind and you go below the line, right? You go like, what's your reaction going to be? Are you going to snap back or are you going to take, just take a deep breath? And so I've learned to take a deep breath, relax, because I'm not one to do that. That would ruin my day. I wouldn't be able to sleep. So I just stop and I take a deep breath, maybe a sip of water if I have it near me. I always have my water. I have my big water jug right here. <laughs> so I have my water because that happens. Life happens. People are stressed out. They're moody sometimes. So stop, challenge yourself and make a better choice, you know, like don't snap back with words. So it's the same thing with food. So that's a mindset piece, you know, and we, we, we've learned about that and how to make better choices and always, always feel good about yourself and be above the line and feel that positivity and just for greatness, to do greatness, you know, to be there for someone else when they need you. And especially with your family and, you know, your, your children and your partners, husband, wife, or your parents. Like I said, I don't know if I said at the beginning, I am a caregiver to my mom and that can be very emotional some days. So that's why I have to have a healthy mindset. You know, it's what happens between from ear to ear, you know, it has to stick and it does. Yes. I love that. I think it's so important to get these reminders because especially for parents, you know, for people who are taking care of family or be it at work, wherever it is, we feel like we have to show up and give. And it's easy to put ourselves at the end of the list and we run out of time and we start not taking care of ourselves the way that we know we should. And we forget that if we don't refill our own cup, to use that super popular analogy, you know, you have to fill your own cup. And if you don't, if you are empty, you don't have anything to give to anyone else. So it's not selfish to put yourself first and make sure that you're getting what you need. Be that, like you say, your powerful morning routine with meditation and your devotional, right? That just gets you in the right mind space so that you've got that strength to live the day the way that you choose to do it and make the choices that resonate with you. When we're really drained, it's really hard to stay on track. And like you say, be be selective, be mindful as we're making our food choices or <laughs> deciding whether or not we're going to go exercise for the day, right? <laughs> yeah, it feels so much better when you have your day planned out, you know, like the, the exercise part. And sometimes I do so many things for my family that I, I said, how am I going to get it in? But even if it's 15 minutes, you know, whether it's some sit-ups or jumping jacks or trampoline, my husband goes on the bike or, you know, in the spring, when the weather's nice, I, I love to go walk and it doesn't have to be a run. It can be a walk, but whatever it is that we can do and to just be embraced by positivity and share that with the others. So I'm all about the health and wellness and I love what you do as well. You shared And I think we can help so many 
explode when they're ready. They have to be ready. And I would love that. Yes. I love that you're pointing that out as well, because in the work that I had been doing, in the work that inspired me now to put my focus in holistic health, when I was working with older clients who you know, had just gotten to that point in their lives where they had health issues that were limiting the way that they live, right? That was my light bulb moment to say, oh, if I don't want to have to make big changes later, I need to start making changes now. And so does everybody, everyone else in my age group, right? Generation X, we've been, you know, the we're kind of like drawn characteristically to be the jaded and apathetic, we'll sit back and let things go, right? And I've also seen us painted as kind of the independent generation, the latchkey kids. You can't really do that today the way that you used to in the 80s. <laughs> but we were pretty well self-tended. And so to get the inspiration, right, to get to that point at which we're ready to say, oh, this is why this is relevant for me. You know, it's not something that's happening to other people. If I want my life to be that a way that I picture it to be, then I have to reach my moment of motivation and have that to draw from and move forward to. So yeah, it is that that light bulb moment that we've all got to get to. Right. And in turn, we, we, you know, get others, you know, is our light bulb and then theirs and that aha moment, this is what I need. You know, I have a lot of people, you know, reaching out to me right now, but sometimes it's that New Year's resolution kind of thing, you know, but I am trying to teach and have them learn that is so much more than that. People need and, and want, they want that wellness. And it's good when they identify it, that this is what they need. So they can be around for their families, for their children, for their grandchildren. I'm a grandmother of four right now, so I want to be around for a long time. You've got a lot of life events to enjoy coming down the line, right? Yes, definitely. And I love what you're saying too about the power of community. You know, that you can be in doing your work alongside people who have the same values, who are also putting their health first. And I've talked before about the how important it is to have a high vibration inner circle of friends. And that's not to say that if you have people in your circle, your friends or your family who aren't positive or who aren't making positive choices that you have to edge them out, but you can raise the ratio of positive people by finding people who share your values. And this is a beautiful way to do it. Now that we recognize we can connect, you're in New York or New Jersey, I hate to get it wrong. You are my New York girl and I'm in San Diego, but we can have this conversation, right? 700 people can be in the same challenge at the same time and cheer each other on. Here's our high vibe tribe that we're looking for. So we don't have to get frustrated. Like I don't have anybody to talk to about, should I eat the carrot sticks that are here and crunchy and will be satisfying or the crackers that I won't be able to stop eating after I get the first bite? You've got this whole group. Everybody's making those same choices. So I think there's so much you can draw from that group energy. Right. And that's what's happening. And the beauty of it is that someone like in the past, when I first started, you had to go to a meeting and, and do your little presentation. And now we have Zoom. We have these amazing ways to connect on social media and everything. And then with that, a challenge that I'm on is on a Facebook page, a group, private Facebook group. And people are from all different states. You know, they're not necessarily, you know, my neighbor. And so I'm learning from them and other coaches and we're cheering each other on. 
And it's incredible. It's, it's such a good feeling to be happy for someone else that they couldn't walk and now they're walking or they couldn't even think about running. Like I couldn't, I, I never imagined I would run again in my life. I think the, the last time I ran, I was probably 16 years old or something. And then all of a sudden, you know, in my 60s, I'm running. Maybe I'm not running 10 miles, but I, I can run and it feels good. Yes. And that's so empowering and so important too. I mean, as women, we tend to suffer that, that loss of bone density. So Perhaps we didn't have the best health habits in our 20s. I'm still trying to get back into running. It's hard now with the whole, are you exercising in a mask or what? But, you know, we keep coming back to it. And it's so exciting when we discover we're in a better place. We can do more right now where we are than in our earlier years. That's the great kind of momentum that's possible. Yeah. So my growth has been incredible and I just want to share it with everyone, you know, and help them in any way that I can. And and sometimes, you know, the hardest are your close friends and family to understand what you're doing. But I just keep putting myself out there and with confidence and putting it out on, on my Facebook page and with the lives and pictures. And I don't bombard with that because I, I also share my life. So I just hope some people that maybe they're on medications already or have chronic diseases, this is great for all of them that they would at least, you know, I can do that free health assessment and that they can evaluate or bring it to their doctor or here I can share, I have a lot of video clips that I can share of other people that have come off a lot of their medications and chronic diseases. And they're just different individuals now. Yes. And you mentioned that health assessment, and that is something you are willing to share with our listeners. So can you give them an idea of how that works? It's simply like a little chat. It's not like I'm going to go into your personal life. It's a little chat about what your needs and wants are and how you feel and what would it mean to you if you lost 10 pounds. And so a lot of people, I used to do it on phone. Now I do it via Zoom if, if they're comfortable. And it's a great way to get to know one another. And I share my story. Then I get to hear about their stories and what they've tried programs or diets that they've tried in the past. And then I show them how this program has four components that make it so different because it makes, if I'm holding a pen, it makes my pens with four fingers so much tighter than if I just did a diet and it's loose and you have no support. So the support system is really great. And it's not just me. Once you get started and you're in a community, you hear from other coaches and mentorship, and then you're so inspired by hearing everyone's story, you know? So the health assessment is simple. It's, it's probably like 10, 15 minutes. And then if they want to speak again, if they're not ready at that time, that's okay too. But we start a relationship and that's what it's about. I love starting new relationships with people and learning about them as well. I would be more than happy to share this with anyone that's ready or just wants to get more information. That's okay too. Beautiful. And so we're going to have the link in the show notes so you can connect with Betty online and then you can communicate if you want to explore that. But I think it's a really wonderful opportunity because you get so much out of conversations like this to take time and reflect on how we feel, what we would like to experience, what we would like our future to look like, what we would change if we had a magic wand, right? These kinds of questions that we don't tend to give ourselves the time to consider. 
and really just see how it feels. So it's wonderful to sit and talk with somebody and be able to explore this. And that's why I love that journaling is a really big component too, as you're going through and learning the different aspects because that inner reflection, you know, and sometimes I look back even just a couple of days later after something I've written after a journaling exercise, and I'm just amazed at what I wrote down on the page. Like, who was that clever person right there? You know, so again, that it's such a great tool to explore and then to reflect back. Because a lot of times we learn lessons as we go, but life comes along so fast, we lose track of those lessons. And then we're learning the same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I would love like when they're ready or just to, you know, get a, for me to invite them to one of our better together evenings or a webinar, but I would love to get to know whoever thinks they can start a relationship, start a conversation. So that's why instead of a health assessment, I usually say, let's have a chat. (laughs) And I love meeting people and I love helping people. So that's just in my heart all the time, just empowering others. Yes. Well, and you have such a wonderful energy and such, in my experience and in my perception, people who are led to teach are just such givers. You know, I mean, it's a passion to want to see that light bulb moment, that spark in other people. And so I think that this path that you've been on has just led you exactly to where you need to be. I think it's tremendous. Thank you for that. Yeah, I love, I love being an educator for 35 years, I didn't want to leave. (laughs) And the day I retired, I thought I was going to cry and cry and cry, but I knew I had this already and that I was just going to go on a different path and teach in a different way. Instead of little kids or teenagers, I was going to work with adults. So it's just amazing. It's it's a gift. It really is a gift. (laughs) And an unappreciated job in many, many aspects. So thank you for your years of service. Oh, thank you. And one thing I love to ask, if you have any insights that you can share with our listeners, I love to find out what different people do if you have any tricks or go-tos when you're feeling stressed or you need to kind of recenter yourself. What do you find supports you? When I'm feeling stressed. <laughs> well, for me, the every day as a coach, we have uh, morning huddles for they're 30 minutes, like seven in the morning to 7.30. So I like being a part of that, the huddle. I think I've already been doing it about three years and I try not to skip days. So that helps me a lot. But like I said, I have that morning routine where I read this wonderful book called The Miracle Morning, and it was recommended in the huddle by Hal Elrod. And I talks about the savers, right? That's where I got exercise and affirmations and uh, and. Uh, scribing and all of that. But I just celebrated my hundredth day yesterday on this community. And I love to engage in that community. And it's empowering also because they have nothing to do with me and my wellness and anything, but is positivity, right? So that's important. So I do that. And and the morning huddle that I I said that I do, and then I have my mentorship. Like I'm not left alone to coach people. Or if I have a question, I have, we have a nutrition support. We have a big mentorship team and they're all amazing. We have doctors, accountants, people from, from all walks of life. And then when we come together, we're all one. It's like, we're all the same and we all have big smiles every day, which is nice. And if someone's going through life, we're very supportive of that too. Is as important. 
Beautiful. I love that. I love when there are patterns or things, you know, recurring themes, if you will. And having a morning routine is definitely one that I hear over and over again. And community, definitely. Having a group of people who are, you know, they don't have to have exactly the same goals that we do, but that share a level of motivation, that have goals that they are working towards. I think that's so supportive because you can see people who aren't afraid to try new things, who might fail, but then get back in the game and try something different. And so I love that. I love those uh, support systems that you have there. I think those are so helpful. Yeah, they're incredible. And I look forward to it every day. It's not like you're going to the J-O-B. I loved my job my whole life, my whole career. But there are people that like, oh, I got to really do that. But here I wake up with that passion. You know, I wake up and I get ready. I get dressed. I want to look presentable for the Zoom. (laughs) I don't come in my pajamas, you know, and I just enjoy it so much. Is life changing. It really is what's happened to me because I was one that I was very shy my whole life. I never wanted to speak at a faculty meeting for 35 years. I never spoke in school. I never raised my hand. I don't know how I got through everything, you know, and I was an A student, but my voice would vibrate. I was so timid. And I was even offered a program for free. One of my professors called me because I was doing so well in his course. He said, you need to do this. I said, what is that going to do for me? And I already finished my master's. And he goes, you would be great at this to be a consultant. And I said, what does that involve? He goes, well, there'll be meetings. You can be a speaker. And I said, no, I had no interest. I turned it down. The free PhD program turned it down. And now if I was offered something like that today, I would run for it. You know, I was absolutely, you know, but it's because of what happened to me on this program with the, with the mindset piece and the work on that personal growth. So that's all part of it. And so I think it's so important to be with the community and have those routines and just wake up with positivity. Every day I wake up with a smile. I'm just grateful, a lot of gratitude. That's very important to having gratitude because we have another day where we can express ourselves and just be there for someone else and walk alongside of them. Yes. Beautiful. Never stop learning. Never stop growing. Never stop letting yourself be inspired. I think those are great words. (laughs) Love it. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Betty. Thank you for joining me today and sharing your story. We're going to have your information in the show notes so people can connect with you and learn more about the program. And so I think this is a great time. We've got lots of reason to recognize that we deserve to be well, to be healthy. We don't have to be dealing with disease and we don't have to be slowed down by these things. Thank you you so much for having me. (laughs) Very, very grateful. Yeah. I'm glad that I met you too, because I'll learn a lot from you too. Yes. I'm so happy that we're connected and aligned and helping get people excited about moving towards a future that they can enjoy stepping into. Yes. Thanks, Betty. Take good care. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.